It's Eat Right Radio. It's all about eating right. Produced with the help of our friends at the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Here's Melanie Cole, MS. There are many reasons that people decide to become a vegetarian. Personal preference, ethical motivations, environmental concerns, religion... A lot of reasons people decide to become a vegetarian, but it may not be as difficult as you might think. My guest is registered dietitian nutritionist, Vandana Sheath. Chef, so tell us, Vandana, welcome to the show. Tell us about what are the different types of vegetarian, you know, because people hear about all these different types. So explain the different types to us. Sure. There's so many different types of vegetarian diets. Basically, vegetarians who consume plant-based foods as well as dairy products like, uh, like milk are considered lacto-vegetarians. You have those that include egg products, and they are considered lacto-ovo-vegetarians. And individuals or people who consume strictly plant-based foods, no animal products, are considered vegans. And, of course, there are different people who might have an occasional vegetarian meal or they may pick and choose when they have animal-based products. And sometimes the term flexitarian has been used for people like that. Wow, and I've even heard of people that consider themselves vegetarians to a degree, but then they, as you say, they'll eat dairy and eggs, but even occasionally they'll eat fish. So it really is kind of a personal preference. Now tell us how you become a vegetarian. What would you say is the first step? The first step is recognizing that really a plant-based diet or even having vegetarian options is not that foreign. We often have plant-based foods in our diets naturally. For example... If you have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right there, it's a vegetarian option. If you think about your breakfast, if you have cereal or oatmeal with some nuts and seeds and either milk or a dairy alternative, it's another vegetarian option. So it's fairly simple to do this, but recognizing how to go about it so that it's healthy is key. So how do we go about it so that it's healthy and make sure, you know, making sure to get our proteins in? Sure. So the first thing is, if you think about the USDA visual icon, the My Plate visual that's out in the market now, think of the plate where you have half your plate filled with colorful fruits and vegetables. One-fourth of it is filled with your whole grains or carbohydrates, such as brown rice, quinoa, bread, tortillas, and one-fourth is filled with your lean protein. Now, if you were going plant-based, simply switch out that animal-based protein for a plant-based option, such as beans lentils, tofu, nuts, seeds, etc. And right there you've made that a plant-based meal. So it's not really as difficult, and it's about being creative, really, isn't it, Vandana? Because you have to try and see where those replacements are. What do you think of things that replace a meat-type product looking just like it, like Morningstar Farms or Boca crumbled beef, using those in tacos? Do you think that's the way to go, or you should really replace it with beans and things where you're not trying to actually look like you are eating meat? It depends on where you're starting from. So for my clients who this is a whole new way of living or trying a plant-based food, that might be an easy transition. So, for example, if they went to a a barbecue or a potluck dinner where they're serving hot dogs and hamburgers, then having a veggie burger or some kind of plant-based dog would be an easy option. But really, ideally, you want to enjoy plant-based protein the way they are. So get it naturally from beans and lentils because you're getting not only the protein, but you're getting the fiber 
adding spices and herbs, making it flavorful. Give us your favorite recipe, your favorite vegetarian recipe, something that our listeners can cook right now tonight. Okay, a real quick recipe would be brown rice, stir-fried vegetables and olive oil, garlic, and ginger. Add in some tofu or beans, and right there you have a quick, simple, healthy meal. Wow, that is quick and simple, and I myself love beans and rice and black beans with cilantro and lime. You just absolutely can't beat that. And there are so many vegetarian foods, so many ways to eat. So give us another one of your favorites. Give us a breakfast that we can eat that's healthy and vegetarian. Sure. So one of my favorite hot breakfasts in in the cold months is having hot quinoa. We often think of oatmeal as a hot breakfast option. But I cook up a batch of quinoa on the weekend and just scoop some out, warm it up, add some either plant-based beverage or add some dairy, cinnamon, chopped nuts, and dried fruit. And right there, it's a delicious warm breakfast. And what are your favorite proteins? Do you like nuts? Do you like legumes? How can we get the protein? And are there any nutrients that you feel vegetarians tend to miss out on? Well, as Americans, we often think if you go plant-based, you might not meet your protein needs, but really it's not that difficult. Protein needs can easily be met on a vegetarian diet. Some excellent sources are legumes, lentils, beans, peas, tofu, edamame, having um, nuts and seeds. And the old misconception was that you needed to combine foods to get all your nutritional value, and that's not so. You could have herbs at one meal and you could have a protein-based meal at another time and your body is capable of blending it and getting it right. And what about iron? I'm sorry, exactly. So iron is another key nutrient that you might wonder if you get enough off if you're a vegetarian. So some key sources are green leafy vegetables, tofu, tempeh, blackstrap molasses. Something else to think about on a vegetarian diet is the iron may not be absorbed as effectively as if it comes from meat products. So combine that with a vitamin C-rich environment. For example, if you are having a spinach salad, toss in some tomatoes, red bell peppers, which are high in vitamin C. Your body will absorb almost six times more iron from that spinach. Now, what about being a vegan? Because it seems, you know, that if if you tell somebody you're a vegan, then they may look at you differently or say, oh, well, this person isn't willing to try all those things. Tell us why someone would be a vegan versus, say, a lacto-ovo vegetarian. Sure. Um, again, some of the same reasons apply. If you were doing it for health reasons, for environmental reasons, if you're doing it for religion or for ethical motivation, So regardless of your reason, if you go vegan, something to think about is that you're strictly focusing on plant-based foods. You would be able to meet all your nutritional needs on this vegan diet. However, you do need some planning in place. And one key nutrient to think about is vitamin B12, because that mainly comes from animal products. So if you're on a vegan diet, you want to ensure you're either getting it through fortified foods or from a supplement that has vitamin B12. That's interesting. So you want to make sure that you're getting your B12 if you're a vegan because the foods may not contain them. And so what do you say to vegetarians that say, should I be supplementing with a multivitamin or a little extra folic acid or or iron supplements? Do you generally tell them or are these found in nature pretty easily? 
Well, you can find most of the nutrients you need in nature, and if you are following a vegan diet, then I would ensure that you are making sure your food labels, that you're reading them carefully. So, for example, if you're having a plant-based dairy alternative, such as soy milk or almond milk, just make sure it's fortified with vitamin D, calcium, and vitamin B12, and right there you're getting those nutrients that you might otherwise miss. What about for the whole family? Is it okay for kids to eat vegetarian? Absolutely. So, in fact, the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics says that a vegetarian diet, including a vegan diet, can be healthy for people at all stages of life, from infancy all the way to senior citizens. So, But the key is, again, making sure you're getting a wide variety, it's well-planned, and you're getting the right portions of different nutrients throughout the day. In the last 30 seconds, if you would for us, Vandana, please give us your best advice on becoming a vegetarian. Be creative. Recognize that a plant-based diet can be healthy. It can actually have lots of positive health benefits, but making sure that you're balancing it out, eating a variety of foods, colorful fruits and vegetables, beans, lentils, nuts and seeds, and again, be creative. Great information. Thank you so much for listening to Eat Right Radio from the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening. Stay well.